Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. When you think of billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk, chances are good that you also think of his electric car company Tesla or his space exploration venture SpaceX. Maybe you just know him as the richest person on Earth, having passed Jeff Bezos to take that top spot a month ago. Before long, something else might come to mind when you think of Musk, a venture called Starlink that seeks to sell internet connections to almost anyone on the planet by way of a growing network of private satellites orbiting overhead. After years of development within SpaceX, and after securing nearly $885.5 million in grant funds from the Federal Communications Commission at the end of 2020, Starlink's progress seems to be accelerating in 2021. In January, after about three years' worth of successful launches, the project surpassed 1,000 satellites delivered into orbit. Earlier in February, Musk's company disclosed that Starlink now serves more than 10,000 customers. Now, the service is in the process of expanding pre-orders to even more potential customers, with people currently living without access to high-speed internet as one of the top priorities. All of that makes Starlink well worth keeping an eye on in 2021. For now, here's everything you should know about it. Technically, Starlink is a division within SpaceX. It's also the name of the spaceflight company's growing network, or constellation, of orbital satellites. The development of that network began in 2015, with the first prototype satellites launched into orbit in 2018. In the years since, SpaceX has deployed over 1,000 Starlink satellites into orbit across more than 20 successful launches. In January, for its first Starlink mission of 2021, SpaceX launched 60 satellites into orbit from Kennedy Space Center using the landable, relaunchable Falcon 9 orbital rocket. Subsequent launches, including four more in February, two of which have already been completed successfully, will bring the total number of satellites launched to 1,265. Just like existing providers of satellite internet like HughesNet or Viasat, Starlink wants to sell internet access, particularly to people in rural areas and other parts of the world who don't already have access to high-speed broadband. All you need to do to make the connection is set up a small satellite dish at your home to receive the signal and pass the bandwidth onto your router. Starlink offers an app for Android and iOS that uses augmented reality to help customers pick the best location and position for their receivers. Starlink's service is only available in select regions at this point, but the service now boasts more than 10,000 customers, and the coverage map will continue to grow as more satellites make their way into the constellation. Eventually, Starlink hopes to blanket the entire planet in a usable high-speed Wi-Fi signal. Starlink has begun accepting pre-orders from customers interested in joining the company's better-than-nothing beta program. The cost of the service is billed at $99 per month, plus taxes and fees, plus an initial payment of $499 for the mountable satellite dish and router that you'll need to install at home. Starlink says that it's taking orders from customers on a first-come, first-served basis, and that some pre-orders could take as long as six months to fulfill. Fiber, or internet delivered via ground-laid fiber optic cable, is indeed much faster than satellite internet. But, as companies like Google will tell you, there's nothing fast about deploying the infrastructure necessary to get fiber to people's homes. That's not to say that there's anything simple about shooting satellites into space, but with fewer sharp-elbowed competitors and with a lot less red tape to cut through, there's every reason to believe that services like Starlink will reach the bulk of underserved communities long before every fiber will. Recent FCC filings also suggest that Starlink could ultimately double its dedicated phone service, too. And don't forget that this is Elon Musk we're talking about. SpaceX is the only company on the planet with a landable, reusable rocket capable of delivering payload after payload into orbit. That's a mighty advantage in the commercial space race. 
On top of that, Musk said in 2018 that Starlink will help provide SpaceX with revenue needed to fund the company's long-held ambition to establish a base on Mars. If that day arrives, it's also likely that SpaceX will try to establish a satellite constellation on the Red Planet, too. That means Starlink customers are potentially doubling as guinea pigs for the Martian wireless networks of the future. Still, with top speeds currently pegged at 150 megabits per second, Starlink's satellite internet won't be anywhere near the gigabit speeds fiber is capable of anytime soon. And that's due to the sheer distance each transmission needs to travel on its round trip from your home to the stratosphere. It's a factor that also jacks up latency, which is why you'll often notice awkward lulls in the conversation if you're talking to someone over a satellite connection. That said, Starlink promises to improve upon existing expectations for satellite connections by placing satellites into orbit at lower altitudes than before, 60 times closer to the Earth's surface than traditional satellites, per the company's claims. This low-Earth orbit approach means that there's less distance for those Starlink signals to travel, and thus less latency. We'll let you know how those claims hold up once we're able to test the Starlink network out for ourselves. One of the downsides to satellite internet is bad weather and other obstructions. According to Starlink's frequently asked questions, the receiver is capable of melting snow that lands on it, but it can't do anything about surrounding snow buildup and other obstructions that might block its line of sight to the satellite. There's plenty of concern about the proliferation of privately owned satellites in space and controversy in astronomical circles about the impact low-orbiting satellites have on the night sky itself. In 2019, shortly after the deployment of Starlink's first broadband satellites, the International, Stra- the International Astronomical Union released an alarm-sounding statement, released an alarm-sounding statement, warning of unforeseen consequences for stargazing and for the protection of nocturnal wildlife. Since then, Starlink has begun testing a variety of new designs intended to reduce the brightness and visibility of its satellites. At the start of 2020, the company tested a DarkSat satellite that included a special non-reflective coating. Later, in June of 2020, the company launched a VisorSat satellite that features a special sunshade visor. In August, Starlink launched another batch of satellites. This time, all of them were equipped with visors. We'll continue to cover Starlink's progress from a variety of angles, so stay tuned. Beyond that, we expect to begin testing Starlink's network for ourselves at some point later this year. When we know more about how the satellite service stacks up as an internet provider, we'll be sure to tell you about it. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.